Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Barely Athletic Fantasy Football Podcast. My name is Brendan. I'm here with Andrew. Today, we're going to be playing a fun start trade drop game during our offseason. Let's just have a little bit of fun with it. Um, and we're also going to be going over some news as well as a fun little question at the end. So that's what we got prepared. How are you doing today, Andrew? It's good. I'm excited for this breaking news. Yeah, we got breaking news. Yes. Uh, This breaking news is that the Panthers have acquired quarterback Sam Darnold from the Jets in exchange for a 2021 sixth rounder and a 2022 second and fourth rounder. Good move. That's pretty crazy. That's a good move. I know we're both very excited about this move. I don't know how other people in the NFL are doing uh, with this news, but we are excited over here at Barely Athletic. Yeah. There's a lot of people upset about this move. Uh, I was looking at the uh, the comments just just recently, right before we started recording here, just because the the news is is fresh. It just broke, so a lot of people on the NFL Instagram, you know, on the comment section, just saying that's not the answer. This is they're going to go from six and ten to seven and nine next season. Uh, a lot of overreactions here. Uh, I love this move for the yep. Carolina Panthers. I think the Panthers got him for. Very cheap, giving up a, a sixth, second, and a fourth. Um, yeah, I, I mean, it's it was kind of a win-win, I think, because the Jets were going to move on. Uh, they're going to get Zach Wilson at number two. Um, although I think that Justin Fields is the better quarterback, I'm gonna I I got to stop there because I'm going to go on a tangent. Yep. Uh, however, yeah, it's a win-win because Panthers get an upgrading quarterback for giving up not a lot. He's better than Teddy Bridgewater as much as I love Teddy. But uh, yeah, Sam Darnold, just a, a sucky last season. A um, lot, of, lot of injuries and all that. But I think there's glimpses of, of I'm not going to say greatness, but I'm going to say goodness in him. Yeah, uh, And we got to remember, he spent his only two years in the NFL under Adam Gase as the head coach on a New York Jets team terrible offensive line a not great defense and no wide receivers i mean crowder was the wide receiver one and that was it so you put sam darnold on a team where you have dj moore top 15 wide receiver you have robbie anderson top 25 receiver at worst he is looking really good yeah uh, and christian mccaffrey you know how many Enough touchdown said. passes? Yeah, seriously. <laughs> Sam, Sam Darnold's going to have more touchdown passes to Christian McCaffrey than anybody else on, on the team. He's going to have more touchdown passes to him than DJ Moore. Like, it, that. It, this is how you get a struggling quarterback to step up, is you put him on a team that basically all they need is a quarterback on offense. Yeah, so, I, this is. I think this is a fun addition. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's it's going to be a fun to time to see one how Sam Darnold will will do in a new system, and how the Panthers will do with a new quarterback. I know. I I, I think this is uh just a, a fun addition, regardless of how it turns out. Mm-hmm. A fun addition to the to the team, and uh, it'll be fun to watch from the outside in the NFL. Absolutely. From a so, fantasy perspective, though, oh, I'm all in. I love this (laughs) move. I it just it worked. I mean, Sam Darnold in most leagues, uh, you're gonna get. You know, you can get on waivers. You can get in as a backup quarterback. I think he has potential to to perform. I'm not gonna say as a clear cut starter, but as a streamable quarterback or a top quality backup. He's put on a team where, let's be honest, the Panthers' defense isn't great. Darnold's going to need to throw the ball a lot. So great for the opportunity. Yeah. The opportunity's <laughs> there. The weapons are there. And yeah, uh, I, I think Darnold is a good enough quarterback to, to be able to put up some good fantasy option, some good fantasy points this season. Yeah. Well, wait, what do you say? We, we jump into our start trade Ooh, drop game. Let's do it. I start off strong. We're going with QBs here. Mm-hmm. Who are you starting, trading, or dropping between Matthew Stafford, Baker Mayfield, Jesus Baker Mayfield, and Carson go. Wentz? All right. Uh, initially, right off the bat, I'm gonna say I'm gonna drop Baker Mayfield. Yep. Uh, I'm dropping him. Obviously, I should mention I'm not 
like this is just between these three players. If I say, you know, drop, uh, let's see, DK Metcalf, that's not, I don't actually mean drop him off the fantasy team. It's just, yep. you know, for the sake of this game, uh, Baker Mayfield is a drop. Yep. Uh, I think he's the obvious one just because the, the Browns have a very run, run first, run heavy offense. Right. B- great quarterback, great game manager. Uh, but it just and this doesn't... is for fantasy. So yes, this it, is it, for it just fantasy. makes it just makes more sense. Yeah. Yes, thank you for making that clear. Yeah, it, it is for fantasy, and the fantasy points just aren't there. It doesn't translate. Baker Mayfield's good performance in the NFL doesn't translate to fantasy production, uh, for football. So, yeah, I'm gonna go uh immediately drop Baker Mayfield. I am going to trade Carson Wentz because I think he's getting some hype around him, reuniting with Frank Reich. A lot of people think he can go back to his. 2017 form after a atrocious season uh, with 16 TDs, 15 interceptions, uh, a little over 2,500 yards, and he got benched for Jalen Hurts. So, uh, you know, is it Doug Peterson's fault? Kind of. Is it Carson Wentz's fault? Kind of. Uh, and the, the Colts took a risk. They needed a new quarterback. Wentz could be the option, and I think he's going to be good enough uh, to help out the Colts as a whole. but. I think it's he's just going to be a mediocre fantasy quarterback. Um, I do believe the run game is a lot better than the receiving game. So we're still going to see a lot of Jonathan Taylor, uh, a lot of Naeem Hines, all of that. So yep, I'm going to go trade Wentz because he's got a lot of hype. I'm going to say start Matthew Stafford. Uh, what an upgrade of a team Matthew Stafford's getting. He's percent <laughs> He threw 4,000 yards last season, 26 touchdowns, 10 interceptions. Uh, he was position ranked 16th, but that's without Kenny Galladay. That's with Marvin Jones, Danny Amendola. Uh, yeah, you got a huge upgrade. Now you got Robert Woods, you got Cooper Cup, you got Tyler Higby. What Van Jefferson's on there as well. Um, yeah, I, I, Stafford's my favorite out of these three options. Uh, yeah. I can see where you're torn between like Stafford and Wentz, uh, but Stafford's the safe option. So all of these are, I would say, fringe starting quarterbacks for your fantasy team uh, and if you're decide between these three matthew stafford yeah i like it stafford's the exciting option and it, mm-hmm. it'll be fun to watch him let's move on to number two start trade drop who you got between dj moore terry mclaurin and michael thomas well uh, dj moore's uh, now my opinion on him has changed slightly right right because sam darnold um yeah it's funny all these receivers are in a very similar situation they kind of have a big question mark at quarterback uh so you got to take that into account um dj moore's value went up a little bit with sam darnold last season uh did pretty well almost 1200 yards four tds the 66 receptions kind of concerned me uh, right. Which, you know, ended up at position rank 25. Then you got Terry McLaurin. We know what he's about. 87 receptions, uh, 1,100 yards, four TDs, very similar to DJ Moore, position rank 20. Now he's got Ryan Fitzpatrick throwing to him, which is very beneficial. It's a step up of Alex Smith, Dwayne Haskins, and Taylor Heineke. Even though they haven't confirmed who the starting quarterback is, it's going to be Ryan Fitzpatrick. Um, we'll see what happens in the draft. but. Then you got Michael Thomas, who's a bit more of a wild card. Obviously, two seasons ago, he was the number one wide receiver by far. No doubt about that. Uh, yeah, this last year kind of fell off the rails a little bit. 40 receptions, uh, 400 yards. No TDs. No TDs for Michael Thomas. He's been struggling with injuries. There was some off-the-field issues with him as well. Uh, but now, I it's weird to say, but I think... Jameis Winston, instead of Drew Brees, is an upgrade at quarterback, at least from a fantasy perspective. Yeah. Uh, we all know what he's about. Just, you know, 5,000 yards, 30 touchdowns, 30 interceptions. Just a great fantasy quarterback there. Uh, benefits your your team. Um, Wentz is going to be a starting quarterback over Taysom Hill. I think everybody but Taysom Hill knows that. 
Uh, I think they're just kind of letting him letting him try out for starting quarterback when they know they're going James Winston. <laughs> poor guy. Yeah, poor guy. I mean, they're like they're like, oh well, you know, there's a competition, and then everyone's like, once the door's shut, they're like, yeah, no, we're starting James Winston. Start building the <laughs> building the team around him. Uh, yeah. So it's a it's a very very close between all of these three. This is really tough. I'm going to say, oh man, I. Oh, I, I mean, should. it's tough looking at this because it is. You you see what Michael Thomas was, mm-hmm. and then what he was last year mm-hmm. puts a sour taste in your mouth. It really does. DJ Moore is an exciting wide receiver. Scary Terry is scary Terry. Scary enough Terry. said. So yeah, I, this wow. is a tough one. I'm I'm gonna go with, um, I'm gonna start. DJ Moore. Ooh. Uh, I like the addition of Sam Darnold. It honestly could have gone a different way if, if Teddy was still the, the quarterback. Yep. Uh, but I, I'm going to go DJ Moore. Um, I actually like that option. I, I like Sam Darnold better than the other quarterbacks. I think Ryan Fitzpatrick is nice, inconsistent. I yep. think that we don't know what to expect from Jameis Winston because he's not under Bruce Arians' offense. We don't know uh, if Sean Payton's going to want Jameis Winston to throw the ball as much as Bruce Arians did. So I'm going to go DJ Moore as a as the start. I'm going to go with trade Terry McLaurin. Oh, it's really tough. I just think Curtis yeah. Samuel, yeah, although he's going to be very beneficial to the team, I think that he can take a couple targets away from Terry. Uh, and then I got to go. I got to go cut Michael Thomas. I got to go drop Michael Thomas. I think that there's yeah. too many question marks around this offense. If Thomas can recover from these injuries, again, there were still off the field issues with the organization uh, as well as the quarterback situation. So. If yeah, everything goes right, yeah, everything goes right. Thomas should could be the number one fantasy wide receiver this year. Yeah, but it's too risky. I agree. All right, let's move on to the next one. Who you start in trading and dropping between Devin Singletary, Leonard Fournette, and Damian Harris? Wow, um, <laughs> I don't don't like a lot of these options. <laughs> uh, it ain't immediately, <laughs> I'm getting rid of Singletary. Yep. Uh, I, that's a no, no brainer there. I, that run game is the worst. Yeah, it is the worst. I hate it so much. Um, and now Buffalo has Matt Burita and Devonta Freeman. Zach Moss is man. I mean, ugh, uh, it's just terrible. Uh, Devin Singletary last season, uh, at 156 carries, had 687 yards, two TDs, compared to Zach Moss's 112 carries, 481 yards, and four TDs. Uh, what we saw last year is Zach Moss getting most of the red zone carries, and that's a big reason why I am dropping Devin Singletary, just because I. it's going to be not only because he gets less touchdowns, but because the emotions I'm going to feel if I'm watching the Buffalo Bills and I see Devin Singletary throughout the entire drive and they get to the red zone and they hand it off to Zach Moss, I'm going to be fuming. So oh, yeah. I don't want to deal with that. I don't think I can handle that emotionally. So <laughs> so I'm, I'm dropping Devin Singletary. Now we move on to uh, start or trade between Leonard Fournette and Damian Harris. I'm going to go trade Damian Harris. Uh, I like that. Yeah, you still, they, Patriots re-signed James White. They still have Sony Michelle. Uh, and Rex Burkhead will most likely re-sign. Damian Harris, a little injury prone. Um, he, he looked good towards the end of the season last year. Almost 700 rushing yards, two TDs. But again, the, the red zone opportunity scares the crap out of me on this Patriots offense. Uh, this, it's the same reason why I'm not super high on Hunter Henry and Jonah Smith. Uh, just because we, we talked about it before, it's going to be once you're in the red zone. Cam Newton. Yeah. Newton. Cam Newton all he's, the way. Yeah, he's going to yeah. run it in. He's going to run it in. Newton's going to have almost the same stat line as he did last season, a little bit better. Yeah. But 
Cam Newton's going to do Cam Newton things. It's the Patriots are going to utilize Cam Newton to what he does best, which is this red zone quarterback sneak kind of kind of thing. So Cam Newton's going to eat up all the red zone targets from uh, the red zone opportunities from every single player. Uh, so, yeah, and, and it's Damon Harris still has a lot of competition. I can see we've seen in the red zone last season where Burkhead took the snap, where James White took the snap, and Michelle. Uh, it's just too much of a split. There's too much competition. If it was just between Harris and White, I could maybe see where I would want to start Harris. Uh, but with, with just kind of all these variables just not going Harris's way, I'm going to go with trade Harris, which leaves good old Lenny, Lenny Fournette, as as the uh, the starter. I know Lombardi that Bruce Lenny. <laughs> yeah, dude, Lenny was great last season. At the end of last season, if well, particularly in the playoffs, playoffs. and Super Bowl, yep. yeah, he had yeah an Neat. insane performance in the Super Bowl. So mm-hmm. yeah, playoff Lenny was a beast. Uh, that was due to Ronald Jones being injured, uh, which happens a lot. It happens a lot. So we've seen a basically 50-50 split uh, between Jones and Lenny. Obviously, it was Ronald Jones towards the beginning of the season. Leonard Fournette stepped up towards the end. Um, they, they, I guess Ronald Jones is still the starter. And I know Bruce Arians said, oh, Keyshawn Vaughn's going to have a breakout year. I don't believe that for a second. Uh, they re-signed Lenny for a reason. Um, Fournette also had... Jo- one last touchdown than Ronald Jones last season. With, That's actually uh, kind of crazy. Yeah, Hundred less snaps. Yeah. So he's the red zone guy. This is the difference between the two previous players that I talked about in Devin Singletary and Damian Harris. Fournette is the red zone guy. He's the guy that you put in at, and Tom Brady's not going to run it in. So you don't have that threat to worry about. Keyshawn Vaughn's not going to do a single thing this season. So, yeah, I'm going to take Lenny. I think that uh, they're going to play hot hand. It's not going to emotionally, it's not going to be that fun just because, you know, you're going to have weeks where Leonard Fournette puts up like five carries and, you know, 25 yards and you're praying for a touchdown. But there's also going to be weeks where he's going to get, you know, 15 to to 20 carries 100 yards and two TDs like we saw at the end of last season against uh you know against Atlanta so yep yeah I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna go with that it's a close one that was a good one hey I like that answer let's move on to some tight ends we got uh Austin Hooper Tyler Higby or Evan Ingram who you got Austin Hooper Tyler Higby Evan Ingram um I I still think Hooper's kind of underrated. Um, he was very, he, he was injured. He was out a couple of the games. He missed three games last season, finished as the uh, tight end 21, which, you know, is a little concerning. Tyler Higby, uh, he's kind of moved up in, in, in my book, I guess in everyone's, just because Gerald Everett left the team for the Seattle Seahawks. Uh, he had an okay season last season, finished position rank 17. Uh yeah, and then you got Evan Ingram, who they they brought in Kyle Rudolph, which is never a good sign. Uh, and Evan Ingram's so injury prone. I mean, yeah, I don't think he's played a full game, uh, full season, excuse me, his entire career. So, uh, well, I guess he did last season. Look at that. I'm surprised. All right, you know what, Evan Ingram, yeah, I'm sorry. Me. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, position rank 15 is where he finished, but still. Not a lot of confidence in him with Daniel Jones throwing to him as well as Kyle Rudolph uh, being the the newest addition for the New York Giants. I'm going to go with... Uh, I'm going to go with drop Austin Hooper. Oh, really? That's not what I expected. Yeah. I hate to do it. I hate to do it because I like Austin Hooper a lot. But it's back to that run-first offense. Yeah. Um, Hooper did have a great final three games of the season uh, right. where he averaged about 14 fantasy points per game. Um, but, you know, you, you're going to have Odell Beckham back on the team. You still got Jarvis Landry, Richard Higgins, who will most likely come back to Cleveland. 
a lot of mouths to feed with uh, with a run first offense. So I'm gonna go drop Hooper. I'm gonna go trade Evan Ingram. Yep. I'm gonna trade Evan Ingram. He's still there's still hype around him. A lot of people still have. Uh, he's kind of that that big name player where you hear his name and you still think that he's a a top 10 tight end. He's not. Hate to break it to you, but he's not. This is a player where I actually recommend in real life, if you have shares of of Evan Ingram, I'll get rid of him, man. I mean, (laughs) yeah, get get on out of here. I know Kyle Rudolph is old and he's not going to be competition for years to come. However, there's still rumors Giants are going to draft Kyle Pitts. Um, But, you know, Daniel Jones thrown to you is never a good thing. So this is going to be Dan Jones last year to prove it, but I, I, I'm done. I'm done with Evan Ingram. I don't want to play this game of, yep. you know, oh, he's going to be questionable every single week. Got to wait. It's going to be game time decision. If he's going to play still got competition, got a bad quarterback throwing to you. I don't like that. I'm taking Higby less of a big name, but I would say I, he, I expect Higby to to be more consistent in this offense. Uh, he's shown some signs of life, uh, especially towards the beginning of the season. For example, week two against Philly, scored three TDs. That was really good. Uh, with Matthew Stafford, it's only going to benefit uh, all, all the pass catchers, especially Higby. Um, you know, it, Stafford's used to, to like a Hawkinson, relying on that big body tight end. Higby's going to be the guy. I expect some red zone targets thrown his way. I'm going to go Higby for starting. Yeah, there you go. All right, let's move on to Lamar Jackson, Russell Wilson, or Dak Prescott. All right, big names. Yeah, big names. Big I names. like Dak. I love so. Dak. <laughs> I love Dak Prescott. I'm going to try to not get my bias in the way. I make no promises. Uh, yeah. Let's do a let's do a little recap. So Lamar Jackson, uh, a little disappointing season, slightly disappointing, especially if you were owners of Lamar Jackson. At the beginning still of the top season ten though was terrible. Still top ten. Yeah, you finished yeah. as the tenth best. Yep. Uh, in a ESPN just PPR scoring. Uh, yeah, it, a rough start to the season. He really turned it up the second half though. He looked. He kind of looked like his former self, and that's. What we predicted, we still predicted Lamar Jackson being a top 10 quarterback, but we also knew he wasn't going to finish number one. He wasn't going to put up MVP numbers just because he tore up the season the year prior and uh, NFL defenses are really that they spend the entire offseason trying to figure that out. Um, Yeah, I mean, he's Lamar Jackson. He's going to get you rushing yards. He's going to get you less passing yards than most quarterbacks. Uh, only finished with 20, 2,700 passing yards with 26 touchdowns. Uh, but he did have 1,000 rushing yards with seven rushing TDs. So that dual threat, is uh, it, it's real for Lamar Jackson. Um, I would still like to see wide receiver help, though. Because, yeah. Uh, yeah it's, it's Sammy not, Watkins is not enough. <laughs> Sammy Watkins is not enough. Um, you lost Willie Sneed, so those two are, that's basically the Willie Sneed replacement. Yep. Marquise Brown, he's good. He's talented. Uh, but yeah, you need another another threat at receiver for Lamar mm-hmm. Jackson to for me to be comfortable in his passing ability. Uh Russell Wilson, man, does he have talent on his team? Throwing to DK and Tyler Lockett, two top ten uh wide receivers. You got Gerald Everett as a tight end as well. I think that's a, a position that they've been missing in their offense for a while now. Um, we saw, I think, what, two, three years ago where it was like Will Disley and Jacob Hollister just kind of yep. had a really amazing season, and then they both got hurt. Uh, yeah, and then you got Dak Prescott coming back from injury. Uh, I love the man. Just got a new contract, and if we're talking offensive weapons, uh, I mean, he's got so many. He's got so many. You got C.D. Lamb, Amari Cooper, Michael Gallup. You got Blake Jarwin, who's a really good tight end. Dalton Schultz, if you don't like Blake Jarwin. Uh, and you got big boy Zeke. So, 
yeah, if you're talking all-around offense, Dak's probably on the better team. But we're not talking about that. We're talking about quarterbacks. We're talking about fantasy points. Oh, man, this is tough. This is the toughest one yet, I, I would say. Um, I'm tr- there's no, there's nothing that really completely stands out to me, you know? Right. I'm going to go with hot takes, drop Lamar Jackson. As oh, of right really? Dropping right. Lamar Jackson. Yes, the rushing yards and rushing touchdowns are great. Uh, but if, you know, if you have nobody to throw to, you're, you're basically taking away 2,000 passing yards for 1,000 yards rushing is, is what right. you're doing. Yeah. And I don't really want to make that trade. So seven rushing touchdowns, really nice. But Dak had three before he got injured. So, right. you know, it, it, it's possible that Dak and Russell Wilson, they're both very mobile. They can rush for just as many touchdowns, not as many yards. Want to be on, go on the record and say that they're not going to rush for a thousand yards. That'd be yeah. close. Uh, but you know, I could see, you know, 500 max for both of those quarterbacks. Um, yeah, it, it put a maybe free agency went different. If like a Juju or Kenny Galladay or Allen Robinson went to Baltimore, yeah, I would say Lamar Jackson, but you got he, he needs help. Defenses have figured out his you know, how to stop his running. And uh, when you all you need to do is cover Marquise Brown, yeah, you're fine. You're going to shut him down. Uh, it, it's just going to be frustrating as the owner of Lamar Jackson. Oh man, this is tough. Uh, yeah, I'm going to let the bias get in my get in my way a little bit. I'm saying keep Dak Prescott. Oh, okay. I'm saying keep Dak. I think he could be top three this season. That's yeah. a hot take. Uh, I wanted to say number one overall, but that that's. Definitely too no, far. Definitely no too far. Way. No too way. Too far. Yeah. Uh, that's that's the line right there. Uh, Dak Prescott. I think that his upside is top three. Yeah. Uh, like I said, you got pro- this probably second best rookie wide receiver. Uh, yep. that that from last season, C.D. Lamb, Amari Cooper. He's still decently young, and he's a borderline top ten. Uh, Ezekiel Elliott. Yep. When. Dak Prescott's playing, Ezekiel Elliott is like a top three running back. So it, it's just it just everything clicks when Dak Prescott is healthy. Uh yeah, I'm gonna go yeah. Dak Prescott as starting. I think Russell Wilson, he's great. He's a top five. Um but you yeah, know Dak I, all I like, the way, baby. <laughs> I like a balanced offense. I like a balanced offense. Yep. Dallas has that over Seattle. 100 percent all right, let's move on to some wide receivers. Brandon Cooks, Tyler Boyd, or DJ Chark? Who oh, you got? Man. All right, Brandon Cooks. Big question mark there. Yep. What's going to happen to the to the uh, to Deshaun Watson? You know, yeah. it, he wanted a trade. Now you got some off the field issues. Um, Tyler Boyd, it, a little less of a question mark. Uh, for your quarterback situation, because you you know you got Joe Burrow, and we've seen glimpses of his talent. <laughs> yeah, it's however, Joey Burrow, let's go, man. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Oh man. However, you have T. Higgins to worry about. Yeah, yeah, you know, there's a competition for that wide receiver one that that you know there there really isn't any competition for Brandon Cooks or DJ Chark. Uh, and then Chark, you, you know, you're bringing in Trevor Lawrence. You're bringing in the number one overall pick. I know the draft hasn't happened yet, but they're gonna pick Trevor Lawrence. Um, yeah, Chark is uh, the, I guess, the number one. Mm-hmm. I think he's the clear cut number one. But there's a lot of talented wide receivers around him, like uh, Lavisca Chenault, Marvin Jones. I guess that's it. Yeah, that's uh, pretty much it. Yeah, I guess that's it. <laughs> but you know, it, it's it's a little bit more of a question mark. So it's basically risky uh, with Brandon Cooks, not risky with Tyler Boyd, and a little bit risky with DJ Chark based on the quarterback situation. Um, yeah, it, it really all depends. So if Deshaun Watson is confirmed staying. For the Houston Texans, I'm going to go start Brandon Cooks. However, we don't know that. 
So I am going to go with trade Brandon Cooks. Oh, okay. Because he has been a top 15, top 20 receiver basically his entire career. Uh, but, you know, there's too many question marks around him. He, his previous quarterbacks were what? Deshaun Watson, Tom Brady, Drew Brees. Uh, uh, oh, Jared, Jared Goff. Goff well. Yeah, okay. Jared Goff. Yep. Three out of the four quarterbacks are elite. Yep. Uh, so, you know, Brandon Cooks with a, you know, Terod Taylor, that's going to make me a little nervous. I don't like that. Yeah. Houston can't draft a quarterback because they don't have a first round because they just gave it to Miami. And then they're, even if they trade, you know, they try to trade Sean Watson, at this point in the Watson story, nobody's going to really give up too much for him. So I'm going to go trade Brandon Cooks. It could come back to bite me just because, you know, if Deshaun Watson does stay, Brandon Cooks is a top 15 receiver. Uh, I'm going to keep Tyler Boyd. Yep. I'm starting Tyler Boyd, which means I'm cutting DJ Chark, which is kind of crazy to say. Yikes. <laughs> uh, but I mean, he was uh, what wide receiver, like 48 and yeah, 49. Yeah, yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, 49 under Gardner Minshew. Yeah, he can step up uh, yep. under Trevor Lawrence. You know, cut that in half, be like a, be, you know, like a 25-ish. But yep. Tyler Boyd is is potentially the number one receiver for the Cincinnati Bengals. I can see like a a, a less like a a less good Godwin Evans kind of split between Higgins and Boyd, where right. They're both very talented. They're both similar in talent. I think they're both going to finish in the a very similar position, uh, just like last year where Boyd was 29th, Higgins was 28th in fantasy. I think that that's just going to bump up a little bit. I would say like 19th and 20th for Higgins and Boyd. Right. Uh, I think Higgins or Boyd is a great, well, both of the receivers, but I got to focus on Boyd. I think they're they're great wide receiver twos. Um, and Boyd had more targets, so if you're in a PPR league, you know, Boy- Boyd would be very beneficial. Uh, right. Almost 850 yards, four TDs. Yeah, I, I think I'm going to go with Boyd. I like yeah. I like the security of Tyler Boyd uh, and Joe Burrow over any other wide receiver quarterback situation. Right. Yeah, I think that's a good choice. All right, let's move on to Clyde Edwards-Alaire. James Robinson or DeAndre Swift? All right. There's a pattern here. Let me yep. see if I can let me see if I can guess it. Yeah, all second year running backs uh with a, a lot to prove with with some doubt around yeah, really. this offseason. They've been kind of fallen fallen off a little bit. Uh Clyde great start to the season. Overhyped is what happened. He was still a good running back. And I think the hype around him is the reason why he's ranked so low uh, on these these draft rankings. Yeah, everyone was like, I, th- I think Matthew Barry was like, I'm going to draft him number one overall over Christian McCaffrey. Yes, it kind of worked out because Christian McCaffrey got injured, you know, and played like three or four games last season. But he's not the number one overall that you drafted him to be. Finished twenty second. Um, yeah, I, I, he's. They, they kind of it was a weird situation because they signed Le'Veon Bell halfway through the season, um, and yeah, Clyde was dealing with injuries, underperformed towards the end of the year, but he is still a a top tier running back. Um, last season, 181 carries, 803 yards, four rushing TDs, almost 300 receiving yards, and a receiving touchdown. It is a pass first offense, but the Chiefs are losing Le'Veon Bell. They've lost what Damian Williams. Yep, Damian Williams to, the, to Bears. the Bears. So the competition is pretty scarce. Clyde is the clear cut number one. Uh, moving on to James Robinson, Jacksonville brought in Carlos Hyde. Not much of a competition there. Uh, I think Urban Meyer two days ago said, "I'm going to build the running back room around James Robinson." That's Pretty confident to me uh, that James Robinson's going to have a very similar role 
uh, this next season. The only thing is that, you know, towards the end of last season, I guess middle of the season, it kind of started. Jacksonville realized, yeah, the passing game's not really working out. Chark is dealing with injuries. Gardner Minshew's not really stepping up. Let's just hand the ball off to Robinson a ton. And that's really what happened. He had over 1,000 yards, seven rushing TDs. Uh, he was also involved in the passing game as well, 350 yards and three TDs. So that that I, I really enjoyed. I don't think he's going to be involved in the receiving game as much as he did last year uh, due to Trevor Lawrence being, I would say, better than Gardner Minshew. So I can see that falling, falling down a little bit, especially with the addition of Carlos Hyde. Then you got DeAndre Swift, who I would say is the best receiving back out of all of these three. Uh, on the Detroit Lions, I will say he's the worst runner, but the best pass catcher. Uh, I, the Lions lost Adrian Peterson, uh, but they brought in Jamal Williams, which a lot of people are kind of putting, putting a little red flag on DeAndre Swift as they're very nervous. Uh, about this pickup. I just think that they're just getting a, a, a solid backup for Swift. Swift is still going to be heavily involved. Uh, 500 rushing yards, eight rushing TDs, as well as 350 receiving yards and two recept- uh, two receiving TDs. Oh, man, that was basically a big stall to make my decision, but uh, still haven't decided yet. I'm going to go with start Clyde Edwards-Alaire. Ooh. Hot take there. Yeah, that's a bit of a hot take. I think that if you try to trade him, he's going to be undervalued. So basically what I'm saying is trade for Clyde because his value is way too low for what it actually should be. Uh, So I I think that Clyde can have a bounce back year. I know that he may not get as many carries as the other running backs, but I think he's going to be just as uh, efficient. So I'm going to go start Clyde. I'm going to go with, oh, I hate this decision between trade or cut <laughs> James Robinson and DeAndre Swift. I'm going to go trade James Robinson. Yep. Uh, coming off of a, a just a redonkulous year. Uh, yeah, might be finished, a bit overvalued in trades. He might be overvalued. Yep. Yeah, he might be overvalued. He finished, and I can understand the the people overvaluing him. He finishes the running back right, seven. Yeah. Uh, at the end of the year and at the beginning of the season, he was like running back one until like week seven. Yeah. So I get it. I get it. I think this is basically the highest point uh, that James Robinson's value will be at. Um, but I, I just think that he's not going to be a receiving back. Yeah. So that drops in value. Then I'm going to go with DeAndre Swift. As a cut, as a drop, yep. I should say, because that's the game. I'm going to go drop DeAndre Swift. Jared yep. Goff is the new quarterback. Detroit has a god-awful defense. They're going to be losing a lot. They're going to need to throw the ball more than they're going to hand it off. So, yeah, I'm going to say Swift. I, I just don't – I think he's going to be the least involved uh, in terms of carries. He's still going to put up some receiving yards. But, you know, as much as I think Jamal Williams isn't going to be a factor, I don't know everything. I'm not Rain Man. I can't predict it. Uh, but there, there is a chance that Williams is involved. I don't think so, but it's still there. So I am going to, uh, with, uh, with all those factors taken into consideration, see you later, DeAndre Swift. Bye-bye. All right. Bye-bye. <laughs> Let's move on to the final. Final one. Final one here. Final one. It's tight ends, Mike Gesicki, Noah Fant, or Dallas Goddard. All right. Mike Gesicki, Noah Fant, Dallas Goddard. All three tight ends have questionable quarterbacks. Uh, <laughs> yep. <laughs> to say the least. So, you know, pretty fair. It's pretty fair there. Um, I couldn't tell you which quarterback I like the most. It's not Drew Locke. Uh, <laughs> <That's> <laughs> Mike Gusecki. Sure. Yeah. Uh, all these tight ends are very talented. Yep. Um, I'm going to go with... Oh, man. Uh, I'm going to go with Drop Noah Fant. 
Yeah. I can't deal with Drew Locke. I can't deal with that inconsistency. Also, with all the offensive weapons on the team, Sutton coming back, Judy, Tim Patrick looked really good. KJ Hamler looked all right. Uh, you know, there's just going to be less targets towards Noah Fant. Yep. So I'm going to go drop him. Uh, if they get a better quarterback, might change my mind. So now we're down to Dallas Goddard and Mike Gesicki. I'm going to say trade Dallas Goddard. Uh, Zach Ertz is most likely not going to be on the team anymore. Goddard is the clear-cut number one tight end. We don't know if Jalen Hurts is a good enough quarterback. Uh, we don't know if Goddard can f- be that tight end one for the entire season. Right. I know that the Eagles do not have any pass catchers. So this could Goddard could be a very, very good pickup. I I just need to see more involvement. I mean, he he performed basically just as good as Zach Ertz, just a little better. Only three TDs, five hundred yards, only sixty-five targets. I mean, it was due to the crappy quarterbacks in Philly, but you know, and he was dealing with some injuries as well. He he was dealing with injuries as well. Absolutely. and he's going to be—he's going to have a better performance than he did last season. He was position ranked twenty. I think he could be fifteen, potentially ten. Uh, but I think yep. Mike Gesicki. It's—it's it's less of me not liking Dallas Goddard and more of me liking Mike Gesicki more. Uh, Gesicki had a lot more red zone targets. He had six touchdowns last season, seven hundred and three yards, uh, eighty-five total total targets last year. Uh, they did bring in Will Fuller which will take away a, a little bit of, of targets from Gasicki. Uh However, I, I still think that Gasicki is going to be going to perform better than Dallas Goddard this season. I think Gasicki is a to, uh, top 10 yep. Goddard top 15. So uh quick and easy. Mike Gasicki start uh, trading Dallas Goddard dropping Noah Fant. Sweet. That wraps up our start trade drop segment. We got one more segment for you. This is an interesting one. This QB class is the most stacked since 2018 with the top five QBs all projected to be drafted in the top 20. Let's compare this year's top five QBs to 2018's counterpart. So I guess um, I guess you could take it away from here. I'm not sure mm-hmm. how you want to do between like Baker Mayfield and Mac Jones and that type of thing. So I'll yeah. leave this up to you here. So. So basically, just the the five quarterbacks from 2018 we know is Baker Mayfield, Lamar Jackson, Josh Allen, Sam Darnold, Josh Rosen, uh, which is funny. Uh, <laughs> and this this year, Mac Jones, Trevor Lawrence, Trey Lance, Justin Fields, and Zach Wilson. So which quarterback is which? Which quarterback is going to be the Josh Rosen? Which quarterback is going to be the Lamar Jackson? Uh, right. And so on and so forth. So. I'm just going to give my my initial thoughts, my gut reaction. Um, I haven't really thought about this too much. So let's just start out with, let's say, Baker Mayfield. Yep. Game manager. Fantasy points are iffy. And he had a, I, I would say, a rough start to his career. He wasn't, he wasn't the the best quarterback, but he's been really stepping it up with some experience. I'm going to say Justin Fields is a good comparison to Baker oh. Mayfield. I'm going Justin Fields, Baker Mayfield. Uh, I think Fields is really such a such a talented, talented quarterback. He's my favorite quarterback coming out of this draft class. Um, I just think he, you know, a, a year of NFL experience would be very beneficial. And I can see by his second or third year being a top 10 quarterback in the nfl i'm not going to say in fantasy but uh depending on what team he goes to i think that he can be a a solid starter for years to come for the team that he's going to be on he's going to face a lot of ridicule a lot of doubt um in his first two seasons it's going to be you know is he the answer to this team but uh something's going to click third year and he's going to be a a very good quarterback with a lot of hype uh, let's go Lamar Jackson next. Um, I, I think that this is the easiest comparison here. I think Lamar Jackson, uh, I can compare to Trey Lance. Yes. Yeah. Trey Lance, I can compare to Lamar Jackson. Uh, and, and I think a very similar situation is about to happen for Trey Lance. Now, there's rumors that San Fran is going to pick him at three. 
Uh, there's also rumors that they're going to pick Fields, so Trey Lance will drop to like Denver or something like that. Uh, what's going to happen with Trey Lance, or what should happen with Trey Lance, is you have him as the backup quarterback for a year behind preferably a, a, a veteran QB, like a someone you know, someone that can help him out um, off the field. You give him a year of experience, you play him in a couple of plays, and you just let him sit. You let him absorb everything. And by the by the second year, something's gonna click. And, you know, he's got the speed. There's a lot of questions about, you know, his his throwing ability. And that was the same for Lamar Jackson. I see Trey Lance as a Lamar Jackson. It's a very similar player in a he's the best dual threat coming out of this year's draft so was lamar jackson give him a year of experience on the bench you work with him uh and that's exactly what san fran uh it sounds like they're about to do so Trey lance lamar jackson next up we got josh allen and my comparison to josh allen Ooh, i'm gonna go zach wilson Oh really? That might I I know that you probably thought I was going to pick Trevor Lawrence, right? Uh, just because that's the obvious one. Um, and you know Zach Wilson's getting getting. I would say he's overhyped. Um, I think he's the third best quarterback coming out of this draft, maybe fourth best behind Trey Lance. But that's not what everybody else believes. Um, but that's what everyone believed for Josh Allen. So right. Yeah, you know he was uh, three other quarterbacks were picked before him. Um, Josh Allen, heck of an arm. That's what we know. He can, he can sling the ball like no other. That's the same for Zach Wilson. Zach Wilson, that dude, uh, I mean, that dude's got a, just a, a rocket. He's got a cannon for an arm. Uh, very precise with it. People are comparing his throwing ability to Pat Mahomes. I think Josh Allen's up there with, with just throwing ability. Um, yeah, say it's going to be a little rocky for Zach Wilson, but I think you you put him in, uh, you could put him in day one, and I think that he can be a decent quarterback. But by year two or three, he can be he, he is a very high potential to be number one in fantasy. Uh, next up, Sam Darnold, comparing to Trevor Lawrence. <laughs> it, it I don't know if that's mean or not. Yeah, is that mean? I. I don't really know, but uh, it's kind of uh, it's kind of funny. It's off funny of the, for the first, yeah, of yeah, the, the first. Uh, I don't know, first time hearing it. Yeah, it's uh, you, you know, Sam Darnold. I think was picked third overall. Uh, Baker right. was first, yeah. but man, I I think Darnold is still very undervalued. I mean, two years under Adam Gase, that that's you know, of of course he's not going to be that good. It's Adam Gase. Yeah. So. Uh, Trevor Lawrence, I think, is being put in a better position than Sam Darnold. Uh, you know, he's being on a, he's going to a team with a college coach, basically, an Urban Meyer, uh, a man who's played against Trevor Lawrence multiple times. Um, it's kind of funny. My <laughs> Urban Meyer's just like, all right, well. I can't beat you, so I'm just gonna draft you on my team. If I can't have you in college. <laughs> Heavy in the NFL. So, uh, yeah, I, I think this is more of a uh, uh, potential. I think Darnold still has a lot of potential in this league. I think Trevor Lawrence still has a lot of potential in this league. Um, and they, they just got to prove it. I think that Lawrence is being hyped up too much as the uh, generational quarterback, quarterback that, you know, we haven't seen a quarterback this good since Peyton Manning out of Tennessee and like stuff like that. Let's just calm down because what happens if you hype him up too much and he has an okay season, people are going to view, view that as a bad season. So, yeah. uh, you know, take a, take a step back and just kind of just let him do his thing. So Trevor Lawrence, Sam Darnold, which means good old Josh Rosen is Mac Jones. Nothing against Mac Jones. I just don't think he's as talented as the other quarterbacks. Way less yep. mobile. Uh, I would say he's going to have a better career than Josh Rosen, but at the moment, Mac Jones is being the most overhyped out of any quarterback in this class. Yeah. There's rumors that San Fran came out and said, 
oh, we're going to draft Mac Jones, which I don't believe that's true at all. I think they're just they're just kind of they're trying to fool us. Um, but if Mac Jones does get picked that high, that's right around Josh Rosen level. Uh, he's going to be drafted to a team where they say, all right, he's the answer. We're set. And then going to have a mediocre year, and then the team's still going to look to to move to on to another quarterback. Now, Mac Jones isn't going to be drafted as high uh, as Josh Rosen. I cannot, I I will not believe that Mac Jones is going to be taken top five, even top ten. Um, but it, it's more of if there's any player that's going to be a Josh Rosen, it's Mac Jones. I just yeah. don't see Lawrence, Lance, Fields, or Wilson underperforming that much compared to their expectations uh, over Mac Jones. So Mac Jones need to work on that mobility. He's a really good pocket passer, but he, he's got a lot to work on. So any team that's drafting him should not make him the immediate starter. Right. You need to give him time. And I think that's what the Cardinals did wrong with Josh Rosen. Although yep. the Cardinals didn't have much of a choice, maybe a team that has a choice should draft Mac Jones and just kind of do what what the Cardinals should have done to Rosen. Give him time to be NFL ready. Give him some experience. Let him work out the kinks, work out the, the the rookie mistakes, and then maybe you can have a good quarterback there. Maybe you'll have a franchise quarterback. So uh, looking at you, Bill Belichick, that's what you should do. Yeah, uh, there we go. That's it. Yep. <laughs> yeah, I, I guess that's going to uh, wrap up our episode. Mm-hmm. Thank you all for tuning in. Uh, we had a good time. Uh, stay tuned for more episodes. We got the draft coming up later this month. Uh, Andrew is incredibly excited. Oh, man. I'm so, so excited. I'm working hard on it, too. <laughs> we're, we're getting ready. And Panthers ruined everything. It just about, yeah. Just about. Now <laughs> yeah. Panthers aren't going to draft a quarterback. You know, everything yeah. is just crazy. It's yeah. chaos. It's anarchy. Yeah, so be prepared for the excitement there. Uh, we'll be back hopefully later this week with another episode. We'll see you then. Thanks for tuning in.